Yo. Welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. I'm your host, Sean Straub, just in case you forgot. And I'm going to go ahead and extend a Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year's to everybody that celebrates those two things, because now I just realized not everybody celebrates the New Year's at, at that same time, too. So, yeah. Uh, and if not, I I guess I just hope you had a good week. I don't know. It It, it really feels more obligatory to say Merry Christmas at this point than it does, like... You know, on Halloween, I see everybody walking around in costumes like, oh, happy Halloween. That feels natural. But it just, I don't feel very Christmassy. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if I've just kind of aged out of it. I uh, I learned, well, I learned last year that I aged out of a stocking at Nana's house. So that maybe that's when the magic died for me. I don't have anything to pull off the wall anymore and get candy out of. That's, that's kind of sad, but... Honestly, I really don't know what it, what it what the difference is. Maybe it's I don't get a winter break, you know, the same way summer doesn't necessarily feel like summer anymore. I uh I mean regardless, I did have a really good Christmas. I you know, my family celebrates it, so I take part. No, I mean, I guess like I still celebrate the holiday just because I'm in America, right? It's the same way if like everybody didn't say shit about Halloween, I would forget about Halloween. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't I wouldn't be the one running around class like, "Miss, miss, you forgot Halloween. We didn't celebrate Halloween." Like that wouldn't I wouldn't be that bothered by it. I'm trying to think right now if there is a specific holiday that I would miss. I'm <laughs> I'm coming up blank. I got to be honest. I get Fuck it, maybe I'm just not a festive person, but either way, whether you celebrate it or not, I uh I hope you had a great week. Hope you had some had some good time off too. I think most everybody has a little bit of time off right now, so hope you took advantage of it. I uh I went to my parents' house on Christmas Eve and I expected to have to deal with my grandpa, uh have to deal with Poppy up there, who I have not talked to, I've not seen since he tried to fucking fight me on Thanksgiving. Yeah, my grandpa. I did say that. Since he tried to fight me on Thanksgiving, we haven't spoken to each other. Which I realize now, that's about a month ago. That, that's how quick time passes. But shit. I just... That's not a priority, man. And, it, and maybe it should be. Maybe, maybe I'm going to listen to this in some time in the future and regret my decisions. But it's just... I do not feel like going and apologizing to someone who's wrong, especially because I don't know how he's going to react to it. Because I, I, I saw Aiden the other day. He called me. He called me and woke me up. And, I, you know, I didn't set an alarm the night before. So I didn't. I, I My brain doesn't work when I first wake up, okay? It takes me a second to, like, orient myself Especially if I don't wake up naturally. If I wake up naturally, then I can kind of like, you know, step into whatever's going on. But like my phone vibrates, my eyes open. My first thought is like, why the fuck is my phone vibrating? What the fuck is happening? I look at it. It's like Aiden's calling me. And it's like 11.02. I take in those two pieces of information. I answer. Hey, man, what's up? Oh, I'm sorry, man. Did I wake you up? I just go... Well, of course. What, what's up? What do you need? 
Yeah. Oh no, I just want to see if you want to get something to eat, man. But no, that's cool. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. And I know, I know myself, so I'm like, no, nah, that's cool, bro. We can just, if you want, I'm not hungry. If you want to wait an hour, we can go get lunch or something. He's like, nah, man, go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. It's cool. So I try to go back to sleep, right? But of course it doesn't work. I just spend like 20 minutes staring at my phone, not doing anything. And then I finally text him. I'm like, yo, so uh, what'd you want to eat? You know, let's, let's get this shit done. And my man, he... Uh, I don't know what it is, but Aiden is like, he's the he's the one who's going to put me on to new food nine times out of ten. This guy showed me Jamaican food a couple months ago, which the chicken was fucking amazing, dude. Jerk chicken, it's, it's a lot better than it sounds. I don't know why it's called jerk chicken, but it's fucking great. It, the, 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 the meat falls right off the bone. All of it is like infused with whatever spices they put on it. Just... A1. I will say, though, fried plantains, not what I wanted, not what I expected. So know that going in. But he said, you know what? I'm going to do it to you again. Have you had Indian food? I said, no, I, I haven't. He said, man, I'm going to put you on some curry. So we pulled up. And I don't even remember why I started talking about I, I, me. Oh, I was talking to Aiden about Poppy. Whatever. I'll get there. We pulled up, right? And it's uh it's actually pretty close by to where I went to high school, and that was surprising. We walked in and uh as well as we're walking in, he's like, Man, I wonder what Matthew's up to today. I wonder what this dude's up to. I'm like, who? And and you know, I hear the name Matthew. In my head I just picture like some skinny teen probably just working here f- from the high school or some shit, just part time. We walk in and Aiden like Walks up to the counter, then walks up to the side. And he's like, hey, Matthew, my man, how you doing? I'm like, oh, okay, it's like that. I didn't. And we order our food, and I, I just get whatever Aiden got. Well, I ended up getting uh, beef curry with a bunch of rice and some naan. And then in the, uh, later they bring it out, and then this guy comes out. And Aiden's just like, hey, Matthew, hey, man, the, the food's really good, man. You've been busy? And Matthew is like the owner of this motherfucker. He's <laughs> some really old Indian guy who's just like, oh, yeah, man, it, 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 is the food good? You know, just stuff like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, it's good. It's good. This is my friend Sean, by the way. I brought him to come try your food. And I didn't know I was coming for a conversation, but I, I, my mouth was full. I was just like thumbs up like yeah man this shit's really good so we walked away and i just kept thinking like man i know aiden's a nice guy but like i didn't know he was a get to know the owner kind of guy that's pretty cool that's also the kind of guy you want to run with because those are the people that get freebies (laughs) like excuse me i had to i had to belch that's burp right excuse me i had to belch uh those are the kind of people that get the best table or like hey I got an extra dessert, man. Like, something like that. So, that's pretty dope. But, anyway, we finished up our food, drove back to my place. It was just really nice hanging out. But, anyway, the reason I brought up Aiden, I was talking to him about Poppy, saying, uh, yeah, I, the, the one thing that the problem is, I'm the fucking independent variable. I'm the con, that's what he said, you're the constant. I was like, yes, I'm the constant in this situation. Poppy is, I don't know how he's going to act. 
Because if I went to him apologetic and he was kind of reciprocal and he apologized to, or if it was at least, hum- I don't know, humble. This sounds weird talking about when he's in, in the fucking wrong. If he was at least humble about it, then I could see it going well. But what if this motherfucker like swings his oxygen tank at me? That, that He's got a long cord, man. That shit's got some reach. So I don't, I just don't know what kind of situation it's going to be. Kind of sucks. But I got to my parents, and it turns out Poppy was not coming over for Christmas Eve or Christmas because he sent over his gifts with my aunt. So it is what it is. It was good to see my aunt. She is wild. She just a a lot of energy. She and, And that's where her kids get it from, too, I think, because every time my cousin comes over, she she was always like, you don't want to come see me. You don't want to come talk to me. I, I drove all the way out here and, you know, all this. And I don't know why she all bro. Her thing is she will always bring up how well, when you were a baby, when you were a baby, you were my best friend, like stuff like that. It's like, yeah, I didn't have I didn't have good judgment back then. What? <laughs> I'm joking. But, but no, uh, my aunt's really cool. She's she got me a shirt. She's she brought like Cajun food too. And she inspired mom to make some Cajun food that was pretty good. So I you know what? I'll take it all in all. She's just really nice. And my um you know, my mom and her haven't always had the best relationship. So it's kind of cool to see that that has been patched up. You know, kind of time heals all wounds type shit. And that people can change and stuff. Not that it's any of my business, but just as the observer of what the fuck happened. I mean, literally when I was a kid, I remember one time my aunt came over to my grandparents' house. Uh, Not Poppy, but uh, Granny and Paul. That's who, man, I used to love spending time at their house. My mom used to drop me over there when she had to work because she was a single mom for a long ass time. And then I just ended up loving going over there. But one time, Aunt... Oh, I was about to say her name because, you know, there's kind of like a mystified figure at the time. But one time my aunt came over and she was really nice. And we just talked and hung out and then she left. And then I went over to my, I went home and literally mom was fucking furious that I had interacted with this woman. Not, not necessarily like aiming it towards me, but I could just tell by her furrowed brow and her demeanor that she was not happy that it happened. And she like grilled me and interviewed me. No, no, she like interrogated. That's the word I was looking for. She interrogated me on like, what did she ask you about? What did you tell her? You know, I'm starting to sound like a, a villain or something. Where's my daughter? You know, something like that. And I felt so pressured that literally we didn't talk about shit. But I felt like I had to lie about like what we had talked about because I didn't know what the right or wrong answer was in the moment. I, w- I was just because it's not like my mom has a fucking secret stash of money that I knew about because I saw it. And my aunt was like, so uh, do you know what the password happens to be on that? There is no there's no similar situation. There's nothing to gain by like getting info out of me. But. I, I just made shit up because I didn't know what the fuck to say. I didn't remember. I was like, I was not even in school yet, I don't think. If I was, I must have been like six. I didn't know. I didn't even remember what we had talked about. So from that to like her coming over on Christmas, that's a, 
that's a pretty big leap. It, but it's uh, it's been cool to witness. It's been nice. It's been, I mean, it was sort of gradual at first, but it's been like this for a while now, and it's kind of cool. It's really cool. My cousins were happy about it too. So yeah, always really good to see my aunt. And then nothing really happened on Christmas Eve because I thought, you know, mom, mom had texted me. She offered me two options. Do you want to open presents midnight Christmas Eve or 8 a.m. Christmas morning? I'm going to be honest. I said neither. <laughs> Both of those are not, not convenient. How about like lunchtime Christmas morning? That sounds like a relaxed. Because I'm not in the spirit, man. I don't. There's nothing special about this day. All right. Eileen and I did our Christmas like last week. It There wasn't. It was just, you know, that's when schedules worked out. I don't, but mom, a type one, you know, we have to wait until that day, okay? We have to wait until the clock strikes. It passes 11.59.59.99.99.99.99.99. It needs to pass that into the next day. Or maybe it needs to be 12.01. I don't know. We don't, I don't know how specific she wants to get on it. Midnight might be... Too, too teetering the totter in the balance. We might have had to wait an extra minute. But it didn't matter because I tried to swing that because I was already over there. I said, oh, I'll just stay later. You know, might as well open the presents tonight. And surprisingly, mom was cool with that. But dad, dad of all people, was like, no, that's untraditional. Like, I don't, I don't even know what his, I don't know what his argument was. But anyway, we ended up not doing it that night. I left after we ate dinner. And then I drove there the next day at 11, 11, not 8 a.m., dude. I fuck. I didn't wake up till like 1030 because I'd stayed up the night before doing what? I don't know. Probably watching fucking TV. I'm going to talk about Invincible in a minute. That's uh, the show I just finished on Amazon Prime. Pretty fucking solid. But anyway, we're talking about Christmas. So I pulled up. I got to the house around. It was 11.06. I was six minutes late. And as I pulled into the driveway, I got a text from mom saying, Merry Christmas, Santa emoji. Are you close? Smiling emoji. And as I opened my car door, the garage door opened, and I saw her head out the window. Or I'm sorry, peeking out of the door because she opened it. And I just yelled, Yeah, you can say that. You, you can say that. I don't know if she heard me or not. I repeated my joke once I got inside just to make sure. Like, yeah, you could say I'm close. You could say that. But anyway, they uh, Grady started passing out all the presents. And I just made myself a plate because breakfast was ready and I hadn't eaten yet. So they all opened their presents while I was eating breakfast, which I'm not mad about. I'm making the point because, like, did I really did I really have to be here for this? You know, I did I make it more magical? I, I hope so. I'm not giving all this hate, by the way, from an ungrateful place. I get it. I'm happy to be part of the family experience. It's just, I don't, I don't know. We had to wait till, whatever, whatever. I'm just a hater. I'm just an old miser. I'm probably going to turn into a Scrooge like Poppy one day. But at least I won't be racist, okay? That's, that's the evolution over generations. You say humans have stopped evolving. Nah. We're evolving past problems that we made ourselves. We're, we're, we're getting past our own fucking detriments that we've self-imposed. That's, that's the progression of generations. I've wrapped myself with my own cord. I'm going to fall. 
Um, yeah, they just they opened all their presents and they seemed pretty happy with it. But when Grady was passing them out, man, he fucking gave me a heart attack because he came over. First present he passed out was mine. Where are you gonna sit? I was like, I don't. You can just put them on the table. That's cool. And this dude fucking. Oh, that that wasn't. That was a little bit louder. He, he just like slams my shit on the table and my parents like my mom like clutches at her chest my dad looks over like dude what are you doing we all got a big shock but luckily when i did open it nothing was fucked up here you want to know what i got i will i will do a demonstration for you real quick here let me just let me set my mic down and then maybe you'll be able to hear it if not then i'm gonna cut back and then cut to myself playing we'll see Okay, so you can't hear that pretty well. I'm going to go ahead and leave that in. So that was me piddle, piddling through jingle bells. I mean, in, in my uh, in my fairness, in my defense, okay, I it's a sound. It's like an ethereal sound drum. It is not a steel drum. That's what my little sister called it, and I didn't correct her because she's my little sister. It wasn't that big of a deal. But it's kind of like the opposite of that. A steel drum is it, it, uh, concaves. It, like, goes inwards of the circle and you hit it on the inside and this is kind of like convex i see man this is why i should pay more attention in class fucking quizlet is going to be the end of modern america and our fucking i don't know successes see i i couldn't even process through that whole fucking sentence i'm still thinking about the sound drum anyway i haven't really practiced it that much and i'm in the dark because I'm a fucking cheapskate? I don't know. Mom, she's always like, don't call yourself cheap. Say frugal. And I, I definitely said that in my mom voice, but she always says that. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's what a cheap person would say. Duh. I mean, where do you think I get it from? And it's not a bad thing. I am that too. But I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I would, I would be maybe a little bit more comfortable just sitting here with the light on while I talk so I don't feel... I don't know, like a fucking social reject talking to myself in the dark. It's a little strange, but <clears throat> then there's that part of me that my parents screamed at. They didn't really scream. Then my parents told to turn off the light every time I walked out of a room. Hey, are you done with that? Are you done with the light? Yeah. Go turn off. What are you doing? And I'd go turn back around. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? You left that light on. Oh, okay. All right. I, I mean, I was coming back. Okay, but you're not in there right now, right? No. All right, so I'll go turn that light off. You know, they used to say that to me all the fucking time. Now, all, now the kids, they just leave their lights on. They have like LED light strips and their normal light that they just leave on all the fucking time. Who cares? Who cares, right? But no, that was ingrained in me. So as I'm sitting here with this light on and the computer in front of me, I'm thinking to myself, you know, 
this is really this is really just a waste of money right now i i don't need this light i'm not using the light above me there's plenty of light from the computer screen i'm not like putting together a puzzle i don't need I don't really need this on. And so I turned it off and now I'm in the dark. And so I couldn't play a perfect rendition of Jingle Fucking Bells for you, but I did show you what my present was. So that was the whole point. So cool. Anyway, moving on. I also got a book, uh, Joey Diaz, Tremendous. That's I'm sure the book will be tremendous. It's uh, He's just a great storyteller, man. So I'm excited to see it adapted onto paper, even though... Nowadays, I can just go listen to the fucking audiobook and it'll be like it's just a, another episode of his podcast. So what's what's the difference, man? Who who cares? But I'm very happy to get that book. They also uh mom framed this graduation thing that I got that I didn't know about until like 3 years after my graduation, but I still appreciate it. It was just like a picture and then everybody signed saying, "Congratulations!" and all this stuff. And I'll be honest, Shit made me feel like an asshole. It really did. And I'll tell you why. It's because I am one. I don't know. I was thinking about how to phrase that just now. I don't plan these shits ahead, okay? These are just like, just like someone was like, Hey, Sean, we got... We got a stage, and there's just a whole crowd of people, and we need you to go up there and talk for 45 minutes to an hour about anything, anything, right now, go! And it's like, they said that to me after I got out of the restroom at, like, a Macy's or some shit, you know? I wasn't even ready to be anywhere, but... So anyway, I, I it made me... Th- those things made, made me feel like an asshole because I have always been a shitty brother really like I never I never really liked having I liked having siblings until they pissed me off and then you know just the way my parents handled it too I don't think was the best they kind of or maybe it's just the way my personality reacts to that shit but they just made everything fucking everybody's and so like everything that I liked and everything that I like tried to you know like I had cars that I this, this is the big gripe that I remember holding as a kid I had a bunch of cars that I like playing with and I like putting them up when I was done. And so they were all, I don't remember if it was in order or they were just all at least in the same box. And those were like my cars. And I remember the kids would just like fuck in my mind, they would fuck them up and just like leave them everywhere. And that just pissed me off because it was like a, like a breach of my boundaries, you know? And I'm a, I'm a type eight on the Enneagram. I believe in that shit. That's why I say it in reference to mom. You know, she's a control freak. Everything has to be her way. That's a type one. I'm a type eight. I have to challenge. I don't have to challenge everything, but I feel a strong urge to. The fact that I don't is like progress and like saying something of my own self-control. But anything like, let me think of an example. Okay, like if, if, if we're out at a restaurant, right? If we were out at a restaurant and I ordered fried pickles and I, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I was going to eat all the fried pickles myself, right? But then I didn't and I just kind of left the basket on the table and some random person just came by and even though I'm full, I'm, I'm you know, my plate is empty, the fried pickles, there's just a little bit left in the basket. Someone comes by and grabs those fried pickles and just starts eating them and keeps walking by. That would piss me the fuck off, right? 
you know, like anybody else, they, they might think like, oh, well, I wasn't going to eat those anyway. It doesn't really matter. But in my mind, I'm like, that motherfucker, those were my fucking fried. Hey, what the fuck? You know, I'm going to start getting into a conflict over that. It's, it's like shit like that. Like I take just naturally, I take boundaries a little bit too seriously, maybe is a way to put it. But in, anyway, I at some point, instead of just being like mean and, and a shitty fucking asshole brother i just decided to be withdrawn okay i'm giving you all all this is fucking con not conflict context for 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 what i'm about to say okay so i i decided at some point it was better to just withdraw and like not be an asshole and just not be there in general than instead of being there and being an asshole so i just stayed in my room i didn't talk to my siblings whatever 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 okay i've established all right i was a shitty brother <clears throat> i don't feel that way anymore about myself thankfully I mean that's just part of growing up right but anyway as a shitty brother three years later I get this graduation thing with all my family has signed on it all the family that was there my little sister signed something like I don't want you to go I will miss you something like that and like the handwriting isn't even the best like it's kind of like a little kid hand wrote it and I'm just I literally had the thought in my head of like it made no difference to me you know like at the time it made no difference when I was thinking about all the things uh, I left to Chicago I maybe that's context for college I was leaving for Chicago that's what she was talking about but in my mind, like, I didn't think about them at all, like, before I left. That wasn't something that I was like, oh, but I'm going to miss them. That's, that's That wasn't a reason to stay. And now, like, you know, three, four years later, I think it was 17, so maybe it was four years ago. Seeing that and just thinking about how I do kind of have a relationship with them all now. And like, I, I talk, I like, I got Ava what she wanted for Christmas. She wanted, uh, an elite trainer box, which is like a $40 box of Pokemon cards and shit because I had gotten one in the mail and she saw it. She's like, Oh, I want that for Christmas too. And in my head, I had gotten it really cheap on TikTok. in my head. I'm like, Oh, good luck with that. That shit's kind of expensive, you know, but I got it for her and she opened it and she was like, man, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted, and I that made me really happy. And just thinking about, like, that now and the fact that I was just so indifferent or just so oblivious or too self-centered or I couldn't tell you what it was. But, and, you know, they cared the whole time. That's just really shitty. That, that, that makes me feel like shit, honestly. Um I guess I would feel a little bit worse if I didn't feel so confident that it is better now, <laughs> that I am a better brother now, but still, I mean, fuck. Reading that, I was just kind of like, oh, ouch, that fucking sucks. But I was, you know, I was too in my own bubble to fucking realize that shit, which isn't justifying it. I'm just telling that that, that is what it is, but... That was <laughs> that was also a long-winded way to tell you about my next Christmas present. So yeah, there was that graduation thing that did kind of make me feel like an asshole, but that's just reflection, man. That's just that's also growth in there. So that's cool. And then mom also got me some mixing bowls, which I need. Okay, I've got just about everything else you need for a kitchen 
or a, that a bachelor, some guy who lives on his own needs for a kitchen. But Eileen wanted a cake the other day, and I, I apparently don't have big mixing bowls, but I do have cake pans and cupcake pans. So we ended up mixing the cake mix in the cake pan and then pouring it into the cupcake thing. And, you know, it wasn't efficient. So now I have mixing bowls. So that's really fucking dope. It was all in all, it was a good Christmas for me. And I had just uh, ran out of lighters. And knowing my parents, I had a pretty good hunch that when I got over there and opened up my stocking, there were going to be a pack of lighters in there. And sure enough, my, my hunch was on the money, okay? They're smokers. I'm a smoker. You know what a smoker needs, okay? Lighters are never a bad gift. You could just give me lighters on like during the week, uh, during July, I don't know. And I'd be like, thanks, man. You, hey, you wanna you wanna pull one of these to use? You know what I'm saying? But no, that was cool. And um, trying to think if there was anything else, I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting that they got me. But I was really happy with everything. And I got mom. I may have already said this. I got mom the I Love Lucy DVD collection, and then candles because that's what she's been asking for. I got. I got Ava the Pokemon cards. I got Jonathan a poster, and then I or it was it's like a wooden poster. It's not just like a plastic fucking poster. It's one you hang up on a nail. And then I told him I'd buy him uh, a manga. I, he told me which one. I haven't ordered it yet. And then I got Grady, maybe the best gift of all. I got him a fucking JBL speaker. Yep, that's right. I balled out for my brother, but it is his birthday present too. I told him that up front. But the thing is. He was asking me for like a blanket for Christmas. And that's that's like a fine and dandy gift. Except one, I know that there's no shortage of blankets at my parents' house. I can walk into their bathroom, open the cabinets, and just see all of the comforters and blankets folded up. So there's no shortage. Two, that blanket is not gonna be his. It's gonna be passed around that house like a cheap whore. Okay. Fun saying, weird saying to use in the context of like my little siblings. Lesson learned, all right? You live and you learn. <clears throat> so I didn't really want to get him a blanket. Then I was looking through his Amazon wish list and I saw a speaker. And you know me, man. I'm, I am I fucking love listening to music. My speaker's f probably on the charger in my room right now. I am sympathetic to that cause. So, uh, yeah, I took the opportunity. I jumped on that. Like, yeah, I'll buy bro a speaker. Fuck yeah. Now, the only thing that, and this is literally hitting me now. This is the, this is not the problem with, you know, not writing these out. If anything, this is like a benefit because I get to have these new thoughts. But now I'm thinking, fuck, I might have fucked up because... Grady is that little kid who just fucking sings. He just fucking sings. If you walk into our house, he's probably going to be singing some shit. And when he was a kid, my parents thought that shit was cute because he would sing shit like, um, not, it was a drinking song, shit. It's not Cold Beer Conversation by George Strait. That is what's coming to mind. It was like, um, oh, some people say I got a drinking problem. A light-ass voice because he was a kid. And my parents were like, oh, that's sweet. He can't drink. That's so funny. <clears throat> but now he still fucking does that shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now he still does that shit. Like the other day, I was at their house, and I was... 
I was just in the kitchen. I was just, I think I was eating cookies. Or maybe I was drinking some, some milk or some shit, just some normal shit. And he's singing, right? And I'm thinking to myself, man, I've really come a long way, you know? If I, if this was like high school me, if I still lived in this house, I would have probably yelled at him by now for being annoying. But I can put up with it. You know, it's not a big deal. I'm about to go, you know, switch out my laundry or go. I'm about to go do something else. I'm not going to be in this room forever. So it's not a big deal. I'll just deal with it for now and walk away. And I was kind of, <clears throat> I was kind of happy with myself. Because like I said, I've come, I've come a long way. I'm, I'm okay saying that. I've come a long way. And, you know, I started to walk and do my own thing, do my own thing. Later, I found myself in the kitchen singing the song that he was singing in my head while he was singing it. And that's when I lost it. Like, stop! Can you... Who are you singing for? Who are you... And, and he's looking at me weird because, like I said, he's been doing it for, I don't know, 20 minutes now with no issue. And that, I guess he's in his head, he's like, why are you blowing up now? And I see that look of con- confusing in his eyes. And I'm like, it's in my head now. Now I'm singing it. It's not cool. <coughs> and so he kind of laughs a little bit because it is a funny situation. Like the... The, he inflicted me with a song being stuck in my head. That's kind of fucking funny. So he laughs, but the the anger that I'm I'm yeah I'm not like screaming at him, but the anger that I'm coming at it with. He like he's like okay, all right, and he walks away. Like that shit. Shit has gotten a little bit, little bit annoying. I don't remember. So so what I'm saying is I'm getting him that speaker. I might have fucked myself every time I go over there even more. But we'll see what happens. Maybe the knowing my parents, they'll probably say take it outside or keep it in your room. I don't know. Either way, it's not fully my problem because I did not go over there. Or I'm sorry, I don't live over there anymore. <sighs> and then Dad, I didn't get him anything because he didn't. He doesn't know what the fuck he wants. How do you how do you get someone something when they don't know what they want? I I mean I know he likes He Man. I know he likes BMX. I but he's a grown ass man. I can't get him like a poster. That'd be cool. That I think a poster would be cool, but there's not like posters on the walls. You know what's on the walls? Pictures of like mom pregnant and and them in a sunset and, you know, like family, grown up shit, not He-Man. I'm just thinking, I don't know. He got into minifigure painting recently, but I already got him like a whole stack of them. I I can't just pile them on or if anything, that's going to get... discouraging it's like oh shit i got all these to do so i don't know but he, he he's not worried about it either i i already talked to him about it he's like well i don't know what i want and i said i said okay then so it's like what 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 are we doing here i'm sure eventually i'll get him something eventually something will click and hopefully i write it down or buy it right then because if not that shit will not get done but it's okay like i said i had a pretty good christmas stayed over there for a little while and went home and didn't do anything else, which is kind of sad because for, I think for three years in a row there, after maybe my senior year of high school on, me and the boys hung out every Christmas. And that shit was really something special, man. Maybe that's why I don't feel the Christmas spirit anymore because I really did, I, I associated it with that. Because none of us, we, we were just not really doing much on Christmas. And so by lunchtime, by about 2 o'clock, we were done and ready to go 
hit Dallas or, or whatever the fuck and just chill, just run around, just hang out. And that was a that was a really fun tradition, man. Even though I don't talk to some of the people that I used to hang out with on during that shit, I still look back at it as all all of it as good times, you know. I'm pretty sure I got a Polaroid somewhere. I I lost it maybe, but I uh, maybe that's why the holidays aren't the same because that that shit was really special. But you know what? It is what it is. Now it's just a good memory, and that's okay too. Some sometimes not not all traditions hold up forever, and that's okay. One tradition I want to instate. I already said this. Mac and cheese. I need mac and cheese at my Christmas when I grow up, and um, yeah, I'm gonna make it happen. I don't know. We're we're gonna see. But other than that, I also did like I said, Christmas with Eileen. Not that. Not that I'm scared of her listening to the podcast and like finding out early anyways, but I can finally say what I got her now. I actually, she, her birthday is on the 28th and Christmas, as we all know, is on the 25th. So I had to actually kind of, I got hit with a double whammy here, but you know me, I big, big flex right here. I showed the fuck out. I got her, I got her some Tunisian crochet hooks, which I gave to her early. I already talked about that. She was upset. It was some shit that she had just mentioned one time, and so I was like, yo, you want these? And then I held them up. She's like, oh my gosh, you remember? That 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 shit. That was cool. And I also got her um, tension rings for crocheting for, so like I broke it up into two separate gift-giving events, right? Because she's always had it lumped her whole life. So I'm like, no, that's, that's kind of shitty. Let's not do that. So the first gift-giving event lump was uh, tension rings, crochet tension rings, a pop figure that was Olaf dressed as Rapunzel from Twisted. I'm sorry, from Tangled, because those are her two favorite movies. And I saw that on Amazon, just thought, wow, that's fucking, that's literally perfect. So got that. And I also got her sunglasses, because she likes to wear, she's got these this little blue pair that she likes to wear. She takes her little pictures with the duck face, the, you know, pouting, mm, that shit. So I, I saw these uh, glasses on Instagram that were a collaboration with Kali Uchis, who's like her favorite, one of her favorite artists. She's she's like, it's definitely her most listened to album of the year. I think like 600 times or some shit. It's, it's, it's psycho shit. Psycho level of obsession. Sorry if you're listening. but So that meant that it would have been a great gift. So I got her... One of the pairs of sunglasses, I got her the blue pair because I was thinking, oh, cool, this will, you know, she this will replace her blue pair. And she'll be like, oh, my gosh, these are awesome. These are Kali Uchi's glasses. A little bit later, I realized, but what if she likes the blue pair that she already has better? Then it's kind of a shitty gift. You know what I mean? And the, the, sun, the glasses were still on sale. So I, bought, I just bought the other two colors. I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, if I buy all three, surely one of them is going to be good. And I, it turned out I was right because the she opened up the blue pair and we both thought they looked a little bit weird. And the way she put it is, is was pretty well phrased. She said, these are for like an avant-garde outfit, I think she said. It was like some really fashion shit. And then she, she put on the black pair that I'd ordered and she put on those. And I was just like, oh my gosh, fucking gorgeous. <laughs> Like, some people put on some shit, and you're like, whoa, holy fuck. Like, the eyes pop out of your head. The tongue rolls down. I was like, yo, that those are the pair. So, 
I, I guess I did a good thing by buying all three colors, but that was uh that was the first gift cluster. And then the second one was more recently and I got her a big ass like bro, I'm saying a big fucking squishmallow. He was so big that I I was able I bought Oh, that sounds fucking gay, okay? Not gay in a kind of, I'm gonna say not gay in a drop. You know what I mean, gay. You 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 do some sweet shit for your lady. Ah, oh, that's just a little bit gay, okay? <clears throat> I buckled the Squishmallow into her passenger seat, okay? It was a kind of a joke, but saying it out loud, I'm like, oh, that, that sounds fucking, fucking lame, okay? Whatever, I don't care. I buckled that shit in, and I had to, like, tuck it in to get the seat buckle around it. Like, that shit, the seatbelt around it. That shit was big, okay? And it was, uh, the reason I got it, it has the same birthday as her, so that's already cool. And then also, each Squishmallow has its own personality. This one likes trading cards. You know who else likes trading cards? This guy. This guy right here. He likes trading cards. So it was just perfect. It, was, it worked out like that. And then I'd also gotten another Squishmallow, and I... I just put, I stacked a bunch, a bunch of boxes in boxes. I did that classic Christmas trick. And then in the final box, instead of actually putting the Squishmallow, I just put a really small note that said, check the Gloria's bag. And then the Gloria's bag was in the corner with the Squishmallow just chilling in it. I thought that was pretty funny. So, And then we went out for uh, Taverno, to Taverno Rosa for her birthday. That's like an Italian restaurant that's uh, like a 30-minute drive. It was really good. I'm, 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 you know, I will say it, that place turned me around. Because I've never been like a sit-down restaurant pizza kind of guy. I know I've made that statement on here in the past. If I'm going to get pizza, Papa John's, man. Just let me order that shit, pick it up, take it home. We don't. I don't need to go pay like 20 bucks for a singular fucking pizza at a sit-down place just for it to be subpar quality. Because that had been my experience in the past. But this place has changed me, all right? They're smoky pie. It's like the most Texan fucking pizza you can get. It's barbecue sauce, brisket, bacon, and sausage, and, and red onions. That shit is legendary, okay? Like, you know how some restaurants have a favorites menu? Well, if they did a favorites menu and they let the people vote, I would vote for this one like three times. I would come back in like a different costume with a fake... Why... I was going to say a fake mustache on, but I have a real mustache and beard, so I don't know how that would work. But I would come back and show my support. That's what I'm saying. It has really turned me around. I, I just finished my leftovers today. I've just been fucking it up slowly and slowly. That's another thing about, you know, the good thing about pizza, though. You can always take home leftovers. Pizza is maybe the most leftover friendly food in existence. <sighs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's my spiel. We had, we had a pretty good time. Had a pretty good Christmas. Eileen got me... She got me a pop figure. It, it was a like a Princess Leia Valentine figure, which was pretty cool. Got me like a mini pop figure that turned out to be Pocahontas. Thought that was kind of cool. And then she got me these journals to write in for... You know, just anything. Which is really nice. They're like pocket-sized, so it's... um. It's not so much of a challenge. You know what I mean? And it's more portable. Like, I've already started writing in them. Because I would like to... I've written in one of them. Because I'd like to make a show. Not not a show. Hold on. 
let me gather my thoughts. I'd like to make like a manga or an anime or or comic or some shit like that one day because I really enjoy I really enjoy taking those in and like reading and watching. Well, not necessarily see that's what I need to do more of right there. I need to read more. I I have read manga in the past. I have comic books here. I I need to make that more of a habit. But the, what I'm getting at is that's like I enjoy that medium of entertainment like that art and so it'd be really cool to be able to put it back into the world but who knows that might just stay a fucking pipe dream that I never pursue but in the meantime I've started I started taking notes on Invincible because I was watching it and uh, I wrote down like a, a superpower that I think would be pretty cool so I might just use that for brainstorming I had taken notes on Helsing too in my big journal when I was watching it about like what made the show cool, what made the characters cool. And I just really think it's interesting to break down shows like that, like uh, channels like Quentin Reviews on YouTube that make just hour-long reviews of shit. I've always found that shit really interesting and love killing my time that way. So that's just, uh, you know, I like looking at that layer of TV too. So I don't know. That was... Oh, that was my Christmas. That was the past week. I I guess I'll talk about Invincible now. That show goes hard, man. The only thing that sucks is how short it is. The first season was eight episodes, which I just feel like they're pulling it back and pulling it back and pulling it fucking back, dude. I, I swear it started out like 24 was the standard for like a small TV, not like a sitcom, you know, but like a small TV show. 24 was the standard. They got pulled back to... 13 in some cases but mostly 12 then it got pulled back to 10 and now it's eight like bro it's you know you should not be speed running this shit and i got even more upset because the second season was only four episodes so i already finished all of it even though i started like two days ago i haven't had much to do <laughs> even though i started like two days ago i've already finished it but then i i uh, learned that the season two is going to continue next year so it's not that bad, but the same point still stands. Like, man, you do, why are you speedrunning the show? That's, it shouldn't be, oh, yes, we told the story in the most efficient, least number of episodes way possible. It shouldn't be that. It should be like, man, people really love these episodes. They keep watching it, and they keep sharing it. And because we made, like, 12, there's plenty for people to chew on, and they're not pissed off when they finish. That's what you should be going for, I think my unprofessional opinion but no the show's pretty solid uh it's another one of those flips on standard like superhero tropes and stuff one thing i thought was funny though that shows the kid going to college and he's going to college and well you know it's not set in our actual world but this shit was released in 2023 and in my head i'm just like oh so is the college experience is it finally fixed yet let me get a drink of water real quick Like, oh, is the shit finally back to normal? Can people actually have fun at college? Because when I went, man, that shit sucked. I guess we're, we're going back, touching on that. Didn't expect to. When I went to Chicago for college in 2020, that shit was not fucking... Maybe it was 2021. That shit was not fun, bro. They, like, everybody took social distance social distancing very seriously up there, which I'm not saying you're wrong to, but that doesn't mean don't have a life. Like, I had one class that was in person, and I literally, I lived in an apartment building 
full of students. Like it was just a student apartment building. So I figured, uh, talking about the apartment building, not the one person class, I figured it would be easy to find someone to hang out with, to find some friends, to do some shit. And I think I've told a story one time on Halloween before I, you know, I had a roommate up there that I stopped fucking talking to. Before I stopped talking to him, we had like a bunch of people over and we all smoked that bitch the fuck out. Like it was, it looked like there was a fog smoke machine in there, but there wasn't. That was just us. Like that was, it was a good time. That was the only time I ever fucking saw people. I didn't make a single friend in Chicago. I, you know, there was, let me think. There was one girl that I hung out with once. I don't think she even went to the same school. She, like, came on a train, and then we went to, like, a thrift store, I think. You know what? I think I actually have have a shirt from that. Yeah, it was the it's my pink tie-dye shirt that I actually kind of like. But I, that was the only person that I hung out with, I think. I even had, like, there was I, it wasn't a neighbor. They were across the, the hall from me. He played guitar. I had my drum set up there. I was like, oh, yo, we should totally. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, for sure, we will. And then he was just never trying to hang out. Like, no, I, I made friends with the cafeteria workers. That's that's who I talked to. This one guy, I, I remember walking through his line every day. And you know me, I smoke. I smoked at the time, too. My plug lived in the same building as me. I, I think it was like floor eight or some shit. But I remember going down there one time. And uh, I had built up a rapport with the dude who did the desserts, which, hey, yo, that was, it wasn't on purpose, but that is not a bad guy to get in good with, you know? You know let me just pull an Aiden real quick, like, hey, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? How's business? You know, just like that. But, no, I, we, you know, we'd cut it up. He was a cool guy. He gave out desserts and drinks. And so I, I, one time I came up to him with all my food and stuff. I was like, man can I get two ice creams? He's like, yeah, you can, bro. You can get two ice creams. And then he came back and he set him down and he looked at me. He looked at me for a second and he said something. And I was like, what? He's like, man, your eyes are red, bro. You, you've been having fun. And I started like laughing and getting embarrassed a little bit. But then I looked closer at him and I was like, man, your eyes are red too, aren't they? And he's he's like, hey, how do you think I get the shift to go by? And I was like, ah, that's funny. That's funny. Same. But that was cool. I made like I made friends with the cafeteria workers, but nobody that, that went to my school. That shit was so fucking lame. So I watched this show like, oh, have they fixed it yet? But no, it's alternate universe. Fuck them anyways. Fuck them. College should have been fun, bro. But it is what it is. I'm not that mad at it. The way my life panned out, maybe it's for the best. Maybe I would have gotten some chick pregnant in college. That, that, I, fuck that, no. Fuck that. I don't know. You know, since we're talking about this, this, there was one other girl that I hung out with one time. I don't remember. I think we met on the app. And she came over to my... Yeah, she came over to my room. And we ate dinner. We watched a movie. We ended up kissing, but then just going to bed, and that bitch, like, she laid on my arm, which, so, like, I was, you know, I was laying on my back, right, and she was, like, her head was on my arm, and she was kind of snuggled up to me, and on my small little ass twin cot bed, which was kind of cute at first, but after a while, it's like, 
bitch, my arm hurts. Get up. But but she she was asleep, and I wasn't just gonna like, uh, just like fucking bicep push her off me. That that would have been fucked up. So I spent the whole night there, just like, like pretty much lying awake, just with my arm hurt from this girl. That I'll be honest, like, I would. She wasn't like ugly, but. You know, you got some in your life that you're proud to talk about. You're proud to like, oh, yeah, I remember. Man, she was awesome. Like, this is a girl that I forget very frequently. And it's not on purpose, but I'm also not mad at it when I do. So (laughs) that's why I'm also also like, maybe I haven't talked about this on the podcast before. She was just decent. She was all right. You know, I'm sure she felt the same way about me. Shit, I don't know. But... You know, probably not because we woke up the next morning and it's like she she didn't want to leave. And, you know, I, I talked about the cafeteria, right? So I, I was thinking, oh, we'll just we'll go get breakfast and then, you know, she'll go back to her place and I'll go back to my place. That's how it'll work out. So I went down, we got breakfast and then I got on the elevator and I got on first and I went to the back of the elevator and then she got on the elevator and she stood next to me and didn't press a button. So I was like, fuck, damn it. And so I, you know, pressed up to my, my room and we went back to my room. And this was before I'd stopped talking to my roommate. So, you know, he, he we hung out. He, he'd just knock on the door and peek his head in. And then he saw that I had company. He's like, oh, oh, my bad, bro. My bad. Head back into his place. I'm, I, just, I just text him like, no, dude, it's not your bad. Like, I wish you would have, I wish you would have stayed over. What I ended up doing, I was like, so I, you know, I, I got a shower. I got stuff to do, you know. And then she left. And I didn't see her again. My roommate did, though, before, I, I guess the necessary context every time I bring him up before I started stopped talking to that dude. He saw her again though, and he came into my room in a panic. He's like, Bro, can you talk right now? Do you have a second? And I was like, I'm playing a game, but like, sure, what's up? What what's the big deal? He's like, dude, I just want you to know, bro. I saw a homegirl in our plugs apartment. And uh, uh, yeah, I saw a homegirl in our plugs apartment when I was down there, man. I don't know what they were doing, but you know, I I just I didn't want you I just didn't want you to find out the wrong way, bro. And I was just like, okay, cool. You know, I don't I don't even remember her name. Like, I don't. Okay, fine by me. Whatever. I didn't do anything with her. You know, so we were all good. But yeah, that was uh, that's my college experience. I, I went on one date with one girl. One girl stayed the night, even though I really wish that she hadn't. <laughs> so, not 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 all that memorable, but it it is what it is. I'm not not mad at it and you know i realized i had so much to talk about this uh this episode that i kind of skipped over one thing that's really cool that happened i got to see andrew michael wells and sergio medina play live um thursday so last not not last week but six days ago i got to see them play and they were really awesome man sergio went up and he's never done any of any like solo music like this before and his set was pretty fucking cool bro and i I, after he finished performing i got to go up and get him to sign like three records for me 
And, and at first, like I had brought three for him to sign. One was a smaller one, so it was kind of hard to get out. So at first, I just went up there with two of the Royal Coda records. I was like, bro, would you mind? Would you please? And he's like, yeah, of course, man. And so he bit down and signed them, and I got them back. And then it took me a minute, but they were setting up on stage, so I had a minute. It took me a minute to get the smaller one out. And then I ran back up like, one more, bro, would you mind? Just one more, would you mind? And I was surprised because he was like, oh, you know, I actually haven't seen these yet. And so, of course, I say, you, you can look at the vinyl if you want. You can pull it out. And so he does, and he looks at it. And I was just kind of, the, the whole moment was just pretty cool. And he signed it and gave it back. I was just starstruck. Then Andrew Michael Wells came out and they played. They were really good. They played a lot of, uh, they played Dance Gavin Dance songs and some Idola songs, but all acoustic and kind of sung. It was really nice. Then they got off and I had also brought the Dance Gavin Dance album for uh, Andrew Wells to sign. So I was going to go wait in the back for him. I waited maybe 10 going on 15 minutes. It felt like a while. And I was the only one too. So I was just standing there next to the merch line where everybody's just cycling through, cycling through, doing their own thing. And Sergio Medina's on the other side of the table talking to people, but I don't want to be a dick and like talk to him from over there, especially because people are like waiting to talk to him. So I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting and I'll come, I'll completely level with you. All right. I wasn't like, you know, if you ask me my favorite member of Dance Gavin Dance, it's going to be the drummer. It's going to be Matt Mingus. He's a fucking god. Uh, you know, Andrew Michael Wells isn't my favorite guy ever. I, w- I was like, I was kind of hyped to meet him. I was really hyped to get an autograph, and I was also hyped to see the show. Like, it was cool as an experience, but I wasn't like thinking, oh my gosh, this is the guy. This is the guy. But after 10, 12 minutes of waiting, he walks up. And it's just so fucking cool. He, he's like, he walks up and the the name of the album that I have is Jackpot Juicer to get it signed. He walks up and he's like, oh, this guy's got the juicer. I'm just, I'm just start smiling instantly. Like what? What did this guy just say? And so I'm laughing like, oh, you know, you already know it, man. You know, he's like, oh, dude, I don't have a Sharpie. I need to get. And so I, I hold up both of mine. He, and he goes, oh, this guy came prepared. I'm like, oh, you already know I came prepared, Andrew Michael Wells. And so he's signing it, and he's just really nice and talking to me. And then he hands it back to me, and he's like, what was your name again? And he holds out his just big gargantuan fucking hand. I'm like, my name was Sean. It was, it was nice to meet you. He's like, my name is Andrew. And in my head, I'm like, I know. I know. And he's like, nice to meet you. And like I said, I didn't wait here for 10 minutes with this goal in mind. I was I didn't know I was going to be this excited when I met him, but I found myself pulling out my phone and going, "Can we get a picture together? Can we take a He's like, "Of course we can, man." No, he no, he didn't go, "Of course we can." He goes, "Let's do it." I'm just like, "Yo, you're right. Let's do it." And so I, you know, pull out my phone, we take the picture. Just so nice, dude. He was so cool. I wasn't a huge Andrew Michael Wells fan before that night or even before I had, after his show. His show was good, but that wasn't what won me over. Just how cool the guy was in person, that won me over. So 
Big shout out to him, dude. Big shout out. And then I ended up t- talking to Sandy Bronco, the band that uh, opened up. I got them all to sign a shirt. They were all pretty cool. And then I left without fucking talking to fucking Sergio Medina. I fucking forgot. God damn it. You know how upset I was? It it, it took me like 10 steps from the venue to realize, fuck, I fucking there's so many questions I wanted to ask him. And also, I had forgotten some of the vinyls that he was on that I should have brought to get signed. I fucked up all the way through, man. But it's okay. There'll be another day. I'll be able to get him signed eventually. I'll be able to talk to bro eventually, I'm sure. I would have gone back, but I remembered asking earlier the bouncer. I was like, hey, man, if uh, if I leave, can I get back in with this badge? And he just flatly said, no reentry," which... You didn't have to answer me like you're a fucking AI, like you're an NPC character, bro. You could have just said no, because I had asked a specific question, but you're going to go, no reentry, and make me feel like a fucking tool. Okay, cool. So I knew there was no reentry, so I didn't even try to turn back around and get inside, but it was cool. All in all, it was a really great night, and uh, it was much needed because I had gotten hit on the way to that concert. Yeah. I didn't bury the lead there on purpose. That's because I forgot about it until the end of my story and I remembered. But yeah, I got hit and I'm going to make it quick because it wasn't bad and I'm already getting it fixed. Luckily, they they accepted liability because I don't know how, how, how the fuck anybody could have found it. Anybody, anybody could have found me at fault. I don't know how they could have. All right, this is what happened. I left my apartment. That's always the first step in a misadventure, right? Leaving the house. I left my apartment, got in my car, and I started to leave the apartment complex. Real simple so far, okay? It was raining. It was dark. I turned left to go out the like entry slash exit. But as I'm turning left to do that, I see that a truck is already starting to come through there. And they're taking up the whole fucking space. So I pull off over to the right of the entryway. And I, I say this to everyone because I don't know how else to like better paint the picture of the situation. But I pulled off to the right of it and like I couldn't keep going straight or I would have gone over a curb, like over a parking spot. I couldn't keep going straight. That wasn't an option. So I had gone to the right and stopped and hoped that the, this person would fucking keep going and then turn whichever way so that the entryway would be open for me to go. I had done my part, right? And so this truck just turns fucking into me. I guess they needed to turn the way that I had pulled off to park. But either way, there, I, like I got out instantly and there's plenty of room behind me, man. It just, the shit was just so crazy because it's like so many times in, in an accident, all I can think back is, you know, what could, what, what, what could I have done different? What literally what could I have done different? What, what could I have done to avoid that? And I can't tell you that uh, what a blessing and a curse it is to be able, literally be able to say nothing because I had pulled up, I had stopped and I watched the car drive into me. Like literally I was staring at the driver's side window when it happened and I felt my draw jo- my, my draw, I felt my jaw drop just like are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> Luckily, it, it, they just fucking, I don't know. It wasn't that bad. They, they didn't total my shit. So 
I got their information. I did all the insurance bullshit. It's it's on its way to being fixed. So that's why I was able to forget about it. That's why I'm not too pin that's not why I'm not too mad about it anymore. It's already on its way to being taken care of. So there it is. But on that night I definitely was uh was a little upset. It was it's just fucking stupid, man. A lot of times, you know, I can, if I fuck up, I can blame it on something that I did. But when it, when the only thing that I can blame is, well, if I had left a, a a minute later, if I had just decided to brush my hair one more time, I wouldn't have gotten a hit. When that's the only thing that I have to blame to like think that I could have changed, it's a really shitty feeling. It's just it's just like well, you can't go back in time, and there's no way to think about it in, in in advance. Like like the one time that I got hit on 6:35, I had gone a different way home because I missed my exit. It was it was too uh, packed, so I'd gone a different way home, and then I fucking got hit. Like that shit, like that. That feels like ass because well, if I hadn't come this way, then I wouldn't have gotten hit. It's like how what how was I supposed to know that? But it is what it is, and you know what. I've already filled my hour-long obligation. Obligation to who, you ask? Myself. I don't I don't know. No one else. Uh, last thing. A lot of commercials really piss me off. I'm thinking of one right now. I have no idea what the commercial is for. So the commercial is ultimately useless, right? It, it was pointless. If it's a commercial for some shit, but you don't know what, it, what the commercial is for, then the commercial did not serve its purpose. The commercial just re- repeats this song over and over again. Are you having any fun? Have a little fun. Like, I want to fucking murder whoever made that song, dude. Holy shit, I hate them. <coughs> I've talked to this about this before. Dumb ads with annoying music pisses me off. Holy shit. But... Every now and then, an ad will get my ass, okay? And CC's commercials, I don't know. I don't know what crack they're snorting before they go into their meetings, but they are fucking, they're nailing it because their commercials get my ass every single time. This is the second time now. I haven't made my way to a CC's yet, but this is the second time now that I've seen a commercial of theirs on YouTube. And at the start of the commercial, they don't have like a cool logo. It's some like carnival dude riding a it's a mini carnival dude riding like a flying machine. That's not cool. Nothing about that is super memorable or anything. I start I, both times I started watching the commercial thinking this is fucking stupid. What what a dumbass fucking ad. But I didn't skip it after 5 seconds and I think that's where I first fucked up. But after that, by the end of it, my stomach is rumbling a little bit, and I'm thinking, dude, I wonder when the boys are free for some CCs. We could, I could definitely see myself making a stop now. I don't know what they're doing, dude. I don't. It's, their commercials aren't necessarily annoying. They're just not really that cool or funny or good. But they're doing something right because every time it comes on, I I am successfully enticed into uh, a CC's pizza buffet. So. I don't know what the deal is, but yeah, good, good, good on them. Good on them. Um, see, I've got, this sucks, dude. So many weeks, like I don't have enough notes and now I'm looking at like five extra things that I could talk about right now. It's like an hour and seven minutes. I don't, 
It's not that I don't need to. At this point, I'm thinking like, fuck, nobody's going to listen this long, right? If anybody has listened to this point, surely they're dropping off like flies right now. Uh, fuck it, I don't care. I went to I went to Christmas at Nana's. That was cool. But what was really cool was seeing Nana and my Uncle Scott talk. Because uh, Uncle Scott's really cool. He plays drums, kind of like my Uncle Carter does. So that's the first thing he always asks me. He shakes my hand like, hey, man, you still drumming? I'm like, yeah, of course. And I tell him about my classes and whatever. He's like, cool, man, cool. And that's it. That, that, <laughs> that's, that's all it is. That's all it has to be. Just knowing that more drummers exist, that's cool. But watching him and Nana talk about their childhood, like they were talking about all the houses they lived in, and they even got to to the point where they were talking about like food, and they were, Nana was like, "Man, what was that one thing I just never wanted to eat? What was was it? Green beans? It was." And Scott's just like, "It was Brussels sprouts." And Nana's like, "Brussels sprouts? Damn, I just never wanted those." And just just how easily they were able to snap into a, a time that was fucking decades ago for them. I'm not calling them old, but they are. You know, at least 40, 50 years ago, the way they can just snap back into it and talk to each other and, like, about how, you know, uh, apparently Scott, the older brother, he used to torment Carter, the younger brother, which I thought it was it would always be the opposite normally, but he'd talk about how, uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, we were always planning something against him. And Nana would talk about how one time he came up and he opened our my door and he'd peek in with all my while my friends were there and he shut it and so I chased him down the hall and out the house and down to the cul-de-sac and I finally got close enough to push him and he landed on his chest and just started going <gasps> you know gasping and stuff and so she ran back home and told her mom that I think I killed him he's dying she said no, you just took the breath out of him and maybe taught him a lesson. Like she was on his on her side, so I thought that shit was hilarious. And uh, I don't know, it's not, it's not like I'm trying to think of the word. It's just kind of like it's a it's novel to see people think about their childhood with that much um, nostalgia, dude. It was it was really cool to see. Um, let me let me see what else I got on here, man. Uh, da 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 da. Oh, yeah, Barnes & Noble. When we went to Barnes & Noble, I went with Eileen. That place is not a good place to buy books, but it's a good place to find books to buy, all right? it's The shit's way too fucking expensive, but it's always cheaper on Amazon. It, uh, but with everything on the shelf in front of you, it's a good good way to find, like, oh, fucking Ben Folds wrote an autobiography? Okay. Because I don't, you know, I don't listen to too much of his music, but that man rocked the over-the-hedge soundtrack. So maybe one day, you know, if I ever read the 17 books I have on my shelf right now, maybe I'll get to that. Let's see. What else? Um, oh, yeah, the insurance guy. or It was a girl, actually. I was talking to a girl about insurance, and she sounded really robotic to the point where I, I was kind of questioning whether it was a real person or not. And then she was asking me information about my car, right? So I told her the year. I was like, uh, 2014 Ford Mustang, right? And then she asked what color, which I figured was the next question. I just go, red. She goes, lucky. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that shit kind of made me laugh. I had to, like, hold it inside because this this is the one part where she breaks character. Okay, because I have a red car. That's, I mean, I appreciated it, and that, that made me feel kind of special, but that shit just made me laugh. That was funny, but... Um, all right, last thing. I was watching TikTok, which I do not do often. And I was on a TikTok live of someone opening cards. Like, the way it works, 
<clears throat> people will watch and they'll say they'll pay however much to for this guy to open packs until they get a good card and then he'll send it to him. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't do it, but this guy before I got there, he had spent like almost $1000 opening cards. And I don't know what he got. I don't I wasn't watching for that, but I I I'll assume he did kind of okay. I join and this girl opens packs for the first time okay it's our first order dude's like good luck good luck he opens a pack oh got this got this got this opens another pack oh got the third pack in she pulls the fucking charizard which i i don't care if you collect pokemon cards or not you know who charizard is that's that's the card that everybody wants she got the best card in the set so I got to watch for the next 30 minutes as this, the dude who just spent all that money flooded the chat with messages like, oh, you got my card. Ha ha. That's crazy. How did you? Ah, ooh, ha 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 ha. Just like super awkward shit. And he would not stop. Like he kept after that, he opened even more cards and he was just like, hey, Lindsay, you ready for this one? Maybe I'll get my card now. Ha 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 ha. It's just. <laughs> Like, I I was very grateful that I got to see that happen. You know what I mean? It's like watching a fight in in school. It's like in, in school when you actually see a fight happens rather than someone tells you, oh, yo, there was a fight yesterday. It's a different feeling. So I felt kind of special getting to see that happen. And then he, he ordered so much that the guy who was opening them was like, bro, I'll be here later. Can I, like, I just want to go lay down. Can It's okay, man. You don't got to open them all right now, so... Yeah, that was interesting. That was cool. Uh, yeah, that's it. I got all my shit. Oh, no, it's not it. That's not it. I got one more thing to fucking complain about, okay? The show I went to, Andrew Michael Wells. It was an acoustic show, and so everything was a little bit quieter. You know, well, not fully acoustic, but it was low-key. It was a low-key show. He, he was playing songs, and some of them were... were uh, he was singing quietly, okay? He was still in the mic. It was still projected, but he wasn't like... He used to sing kind of quietly. And uh, he did a cover of Landslide, which I've never, obviously I've never heard him sing that before. I've heard Landslide. It was really great. And everything was great about it, except for the fact that I was next to the one guy who was like hurting inside and just wanted everybody to know that he knew every word to Landslide. Just, you know, the person on stage singing, landslide, and this dude, brought me down, like, just fucking actually pouring his heart and soul into this shit, and meanwhile, I'm next to him, just getting pissed off, like, I've got my earplugs in, because I have hearing issues, but it's not helping, this dude is just, like, getting his shit, it's like, he's making changes to the song, and like, like he's an American idol. Like it, it just pissed me off so fucking much, dude. And so this is what I'll end it with. Okay. PSA public service announcement. If you are at a concert, it's okay to sing along. It's encouraged to sing along. That kind of shows that you're a fan, right? At no point should you be singing and putting in more effort than the artist on stage is. Okay, if the artist on stage wants to have like a quiet moment and so they're kind of trailing off with the way they're singing, I do not want to hear your dumb ass 
sing above them. <coughs> it's ridiculous. It takes away from the whole experience. Okay? And look, there is one situation what's dif- that's different. If the artist holds out the mic to the crowd, okay? That's where you you'd scream at the top of your fucking lungs, okay? They're asking for it. But if the, the mic's pointing at the M, if the mic's pointing at the singer, maybe that's who everybody wants to fucking hear sing, you dumb bitch. You think, you think we don't know the words to Landslide? That, 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 the song's been out for so long. It's such a good song. I think we all know the words. We're just kind of hoping to hear this guy's take on it. So He also played Hurt by Johnny Cash. That shit was pretty cool. Um, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. So... I hope y'all had a great week. I hope you had a great Christmas if you celebrate it. And you know what? If you don't celebrate it, I hope you don't feel left out because there is not shit to feel left out about. It's just a bunch of people buying people's shit. Like, you can do that any day of the year. That's why, I, that's why I'm like, I don't know why we have to wait until midnight Christmas Day to open some shit. It's, it's just another day. The presents aren't going to be any more special tomorrow. They're, they're, it's not, they're not going to change overnight and evolve. I, I don't know. But, <clears throat> yeah, it is what it is. I hope you had a great week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. And I will talk to you next week. All right? See you later. Take it easy. Take it easy. Okay, this is a post note. If you didn't know, that song was by the Eagles, the same band that made Hotel California. Yeah, I know. Crazy, crazy different sounds. And I prefer Take It Easy and, like, Lion Eyes much more. And, you know... uh, one of these nights. If you haven't listened to the Eagles, please dive further than Hotel California. All right. Okay. All right. Later. Take it easy.